Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 12th edition of the 20 Questions Quiz Podcast. It's a pleasure to have you back as we continue our journey through the world of knowledge and curiosity. In each episode of the 20 Questions, we embark on a quest to explore a diverse range of topics, from history to science, from culture to geography and beyond. Our mission remains the same, to ignite your curiosity, challenge your intellect and create an engaging learning experience for all of our listeners, from the seasoned experts to the inquisitive minds. Here's how the game unfolds. You'll face a series of 20 thought-provoking questions, each building on the last, and the challenge will gradually intensify. Each question will be read twice to ensure you have a fair opportunity to grasp its essence before the timer starts ticking. But remember, you've got a mere 10 seconds to provide the correct answer. One incorrect response, and it's game over. And the idea of the game is to get as far as you can without getting a single question wrong. So how far will you go, or do you have what it takes to defeat all 20 questions? So, prepare your intellect, brace your imagination, and get ready to embark on yet another exhilarating quest for knowledge. Are you ready for the challenge? Best of luck on your quest to defeat 20 questions. Okay, here we go once again. Settle back, settle in, let me begin. 20 questions. Begins with question number one. We start very easy, but it get harder as we go along. Question one is this. What kind of creature was King Kong? What kind of creature was King Kong? Five, four, three, two... King Kong was a fictional giant ape creature that featured in several films, with the most famous version of the character originating in the 1933 film King Kong, directed by Murian C. Cooper and Ernest B. Shawsack. Question number two. Complete the proverb. Once bitten, twice what? Complete the proverb. Once bitten, twice what? Five, four, three, two, one. The complete proverb is once bitten, twice shy. Moving on to the third question. In which sport is a bunker a frequent hazard? In which sport is a bunker a frequent hazard? Five, four, Three, two, one. A bunker is a frequent hazard in the sport of golf. In golf, a bunker is a depression or hollow area filled with sand and it is typically located near fairways, greens and along the golf course. Golfers aim to avoid landing their golf balls in bunkers because playing a shot from a bunker can be very challenging. Moving on to the fourth question. Which Greek letter shares its name to where a river divides as it meets the sea. Which Greek letter shares its name to where a river divides as it meets the sea? Five, four, three, two, one. 
The Greek letter that shares its name with the point where a river divides as it meets the sea is delta. In geography, a delta is a landform that forms at the mouth of a river, where the river's waters, sediments and nutrients flow into a larger body of water, such as an ocean or sea. Deltas are often characterised by their triangular or fan-shaped appearance, and they are important ecosystems that support unique wildlife and vegetation. The term delta is derived from the Greek letter delta, which is a triangular shape resembling the appearance of many river deltas. Moving on to the fifth question. Which actor has played Ace Ventura, The Mask and The Riddler on film? Which actor has played Ace Ventura, The Mask and The Riddler on film? Five, four, three, two, one. The actor who's played the roles of Ace Ventura, The Mask and The Riddler in various films is Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey is the right answer. Moving on to question six. With which singer is the line ground control to Major Tom attributed? With which singer is the line ground control to Major Tom attributed? Five, four, three, two, one. The line ground control to Major Tom is attributed to the song Space Oddity by the legendary British musician David Bowie. Space Oddity was released by Bowie in 1969 and became one of his most iconic and well-known songs. It tells the story of Major Tom, an astronaut who becomes stranded in space and the line mentioned is the opening lyric of the song. The song's release coincided with the Apollo 11 moon landing and became closely associated with space exploration during that era. Moving on to question seven, a third of the way through this edition of 20 questions. What acid is found in yogurt? What acid is found in yogurt? Five, four, three, two, one. The acid commonly found in yogurt is lactic acid. Lactic acid is a natural byproduct of the fermentation process that occurs when certain bacteria are added to milk to make yogurt. These bacteria convert lactose, a sugar present in milk, into lactic acid, which gives yogurt its tangy flavor and contributes to its characteristic texture and acidity. Lactic acid is also responsible for the preservation of yoghurt and inhibiting the growth of harmful bacteria. Question 8. In which sea do eels spawn? In which sea do eels spawn? Five, four, three, two, one. Eels typically spawn in the Sargasso Sea. The Sargasso Sea is a region of the North Atlantic Ocean characterized by its distinctive floating seaweed called Sargassum. 
It is an important spawning ground for several species of eels, including the European eel and the American eel. Eels from various parts of the world's oceans migrate to the Sargasso Sea to reproduce. After hatching, eel larvae begin their journey back to coastal and freshwater habitats, where they will grow and mature. The spawning and migration patterns of eels are complex and have been the subject of scientific study for many years. Moving on to question 9. The Saints, Claire and Francis are most associated with which Italian town? The Saints, Claire and Francis are most associated with which Italian town? Five, four, three, two, one. Saints Clare and Francis of Assisi are most commonly associated with the Italian town of Assisi. Assisi is located in the Umbria region of Italy and is famous for being the birthplace of Saint Francis, who is one of the most revered figures in Christian history. Saint Clare was a close associate of Saint Francis and founded the Order of Poor Clares, a religious order of women following the Franciscan tradition. Both saints are known for their dedication to a life of poverty, humility and service to others and their influence on the Christian faith has been profound. Assisi is a popular pilgrimage destination and a UNESCO World Heritage Site due to its historical and religious significance. At the halfway mark. Question number 10. What is a linnet? What is a linnet? Five, four, three, two, one. A linnet is a small bird belonging to the finch family. It is known for its distinctive appearance and melodious song. Linnets are found in various regions across Europe, Asia and North Africa. 10 down, 10 to go. Now we get more and more difficult. Are you still standing after 10 questions? Question 11 of 20 is this. Which country was the first to elect a woman as an head of state? Which country was the first to elect a woman as an head of state? Five. Four, three, two, one. The first country to elect a woman as a head of state in a national election was Sri Lanka, then known as Ceylon. Sidimavu Bandaranaike, the widow of former Prime Minister Solomon Bandaranaike, became the world's first female Prime Minister when she was elected to the position in 1960. She went on to serve multiple terms as Prime Minister of Sri Lanka and her election marked a significant milestone in the history of women in politics globally. Question 12. Who wrote the book Breakfast at Tiffany's? Who wrote the book Breakfast at Tiffany's? Five, four, three, 
The book Breakfast at Tiffany's was written by American author Truman Capote. It was originally published as a novella in 1958 and later included in a collection of short stories. Breakfast at Tiffany's is a famous work of American literature and was adapted into a highly acclaimed film in 1961 starring Audrey Hepburn as the iconic character Holly Golightly. The story is known for its exploration of New York City's social scene and the enigmatic character of Holly Golightly. Question 13. What colour is the pigment chlorophyll? What colour is the pigment chlorophyll? Five, four, three, two, one. The pigment chlorophyll, which is crucial for photosynthesis in plants and other photosynthetic organisms, is typically green in colour. Chlorophyll is responsible for capturing light energy from the sun and converting it into chemical energy in the form of glucose and oxygen. Its green colour results from its ability to absorb light in the red and blue parts of the electromagnetic spectrum while reflecting and transmitting green light, which is why most plants appear green to the human eye. There are different types of chlorophyll with chlorophyll A and chlorophyll B being the most common types found in plants. Seven to go. Question 14 of 20 is this. What nationality was the astronomer Kepler? What nationality was the astronomer Kepler? Five, four, Three, two, one. The astronomer Johannes Kepler was of German nationality. He was born on December 27, 1571 in Wilderstaff, which was then part of the Holy Roman Empire. Kepler is best known for his laws on planetary motion, which laid the groundwork for our understanding of the motion of planets in the solar system. His work was instrumental in advancing the field of astronomy and our understanding of the universe. Question 15 of 20. Russia has a coastline on how many oceans? Russia has a coastline on how many oceans? Five, four, three, two, one. Russia has a coastline along three oceans, the Arctic Ocean, the Atlantic Ocean, specifically the North Atlantic Ocean along its west coast, and the Pacific Ocean, specifically the North Pacific Ocean along its east coast. Russia's vast geographical expanse extends from the eastern border of Europe to the far reaches of Asia and the North Pacific, giving it access to these three major oceans. We have five questions left this edition of 20 questions. The final five, the hard five. Question 16 of 20 is this. How quick are you figuring this one out? You only have 10 seconds, remember. Excluding the number one, what is the tenth prime number? Excluding the number one, what 
is the tenth prime number. Five, four, three, two, one. The tenth prime number, excluding the number one, is twenty-nine. Prime numbers are whole numbers greater than one that are divisible by one and themselves, and they play a fundamental role in number theory and maths. Twenty-nine is the right answer. Four to go. Religion, history, mythology, and English kings separate you and defeat him. Twenty questions. Question seventeen. In the Bible. Who is the mother of Ishmael? In the Bible, who is the mother of Ishmael? Five, four, three, two, one. In the Bible, Hagar is the mother of Ishmael. Hagar was an Egyptian maidservant or slave of Sarah, the wife of Abraham. Sarah and Abraham were unable to have children, so Sarah allowed her husband to father a child with Hagar, as a way to fulfil God's promise that Abraham would become the father of many nations. Ishmael is considered the ancestor of the Arab people, and his story is found in the Book of Genesis, in the Old Testament of the Bible. Three to go on this edition of Twenty Questions. Question eighteen and twenty deals with history and with art. Which artistic term was named after a French finance minister? Which artistic term was named after a French finance minister? Five, four, three, two. The term silhouette is derived from the name Etienne de Silhouette, a French finance minister in the 18th century, who imposed austerity measures. His name became associated with the simplified profile portraits because they were seen as cost-effective alternative to painted portraits during his time. Today, silhouettes are used. In various creative and practical applications, from art and design to logo design and shadow puppetry, silhouette is the right answer. Question 19. The penultimate question on this edition of 20 Questions deals with mythology. In Greek myth, who continued to weep after they were turned to stone? In Greek myth. Who continued to weep after they were turned to stone? Five, four, three, two, one. In Greek mythology, Niobe was the figure who continued to weep after being turned to stone. The story of Niobe's tragic fate is a well-known Greek myth. Niobe was a proud queen of Thebes. Who boasted about her numerous children, comparing herself favourably to the goddess Leto, who had only two children, Apollo and Artemis. In response to Niobe's arrogance, Apollo and Artemis were sent by Zeus to punish her. They killed all of Niobe's children 
and in her grief she was turned to stone. Even as a stone statue, she continued to weep for her lost children, symbolizing the consequences of hubris and excessive pride in Greek mythology. 19 down, one left. The final question on this edition of 20 questions. If you've got 19 right in a row, this is the question you need to say you have defeated 20 questions. Question 20 of 20 is this. The Welsh monk Asa is best known for his biography of which English monarch? The Welsh monk Asa is best known for his biography of which English monarch? Five, four, three, two, one. The Welsh monk Asa is best known for his biography of the English monarch King Alfred the Great. Asa's biography titled The Life of King Alfred provides important historical insights into the life and reign of Alfred who ruled the Kingdom of Wessex in the late 9th century. This biography is one of the primary sources of information about Alfred the Great and his efforts to defend England against Viking invasions and promote education and culture during his reign. Alfred the Great was the right answer. Did you get that right? Did you get all 20 right? Have you completed 20 questions? Let me know on Twitter if you have at 20 questions quiz or send me an email. Why not? 20 questions quiz at gmail.com. Love to hear from you wherever you may be in the world. We have listeners from all over the world, from Australia to Africa to the USA to Canada to Japan to Israel, all over Europe and here in the UK. Wherever you may be, get in touch. Love to hear from you. The 20 Questions podcast quiz continues every Thursday. I do hope you can join us then. But wherever you may be in the world, thank you so much for your company. From me, Johnny Bryan, till next time. See you soon. Bye for now.